Hello, Pixel Peeps. Welcome to Images Everything with your host, the Pixel Pimp himself, Rav Holly. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Images Everything. I am your host, Rav Holly, and I'm super excited today because there's a guest in the house. We have Miss L. L-E-X in the house. Hey. Hello. What Hi. up, girl? How are you? Yeah, it's good, beautiful. It's good to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. S- Drove all the way out here. I know. You better I'm, make it good. <laughs> right on. <laughs> That's what she said. What? what? I'm so glad to have you on the show. Uh, you are actually my very first podcast guest. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah. I feel super special. Yeah, we're, this is this is actually uh, episode three, which I can't even believe it's three. It seems like I just started. Which wow. I kind of just did start, but uh, it's already three, and I'm really stoked because I really didn't expect to have a guest on probably till about ten, episode ten. Wow! You know, since you. I'm out here in the desert in the desert compound, so I'm super excited to have you in the studio, and super excited to have you uh, on the show today. Yay! Thank you for having me. So let's give everybody a little background if they don't know who Lex is. So exactly what exactly who is Lex? Who am I? I am a singer-songwriter from L.A., and I've just basically been writing and singing and doing my music thing. You have? Yes. And we actually met each other through a mutual friend, Miss Nyka C. Yes. And she actually directed um, my first music video about two years ago. And so that's how you guys know each other. Because have, have you guys worked together on some production stuff? Yeah, we we've uh, done a couple of. Uh, she's been like a creative director on a couple of photo shoots and stuff that I've did. Oh, cool! And uh, I, you know, so we've done a couple of things like that. We did um, for Celeste Laveau. Okay. Which uh, you know. That's a clothing uh, line. Yes. Oh, yeah, okay, awesome. We did some of that, and uh, there was a couple other projects that we worked on. We we did a thing for uh, one of her clients that was a thing called uh, Studio on Wheels or something like that. We did a little video work for that, a little video production. But awesome. yeah, her okay. and I, we've done, it. we've done a few things. Good job. I love it. Yeah, so we shot that video two years ago, and I've just been writing ever since, and it's it's been fun times. That's the L.A. life. <laughs> exactly. On that grind. <laughs> All on that grind. Oh, yeah. That's the L.A. life right there in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So let's talk a little bit about your video because uh, – Nye actually directed the video. Mm-hmm. Did she produce it as well or did she just direct it? She did. She produced it. Well, I mean, I co-produced it as well, but she she did a lot of the work and she pulled the crew together and, you know, we had finished the song and I had the rapper on there and I was, we just pulled a lot of people together and made it happen. So it was good times. A little birdie told me that uh, the day of production though, that your like hair and makeup didn't show up. How did oh that my gosh, out? my hair and makeup, she flaked. But you know, I found her on Craigslist, so I don't... <laughs> What should I expect? I did. Um, so she didn't show up. So I actually ended up doing my own hair. And then I went to like a um, a cosmetology school. to. They did my makeup. It was horrible. It was horrible. The whole thing was horrible. But it was, I mean, it was a small budget music video. So, and the turnout was pretty good considering, you know, so. Well, I just, you know, I saw your video a long time ago because I know that you and I are pretty much a creative duo. You guys work as a team and a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I, I looked at your video a long time ago because I've directed some music videos myself. Um, really? we got a lot of criticism on, uh, my partner, Corey Molina. We, uh, I, we co-directed Olivia Newton-John and John Travolta's. That's uh, big time. Yeah. I love it. Okay. Their charity, um, their charity Uh-oh. 
No, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> their charity album from 2012 and a song okay. called I Think You Might Like It. Did they like it? No, everybody hated it. Oh, <laughs> no, it's like that sometimes. <laughs> that's not actually true. It's probably about a 50-50. Okay. You know, it was on YouTube. Um, but, you know, it's uh, we, we literally got like a lot of uh, criticism because of the, uh, I guess, the budget. You know, it was actually, it wasn't very high budget. Like it was on TMZ, like Mark Cuban hosted TMZ. Mark Cuban? Uh-huh. Like from Shark Tank? Yeah. Hosted TMZ? Yeah. Where was I he's during actually, this year? Mark Cuban is actually, he's big in Dallas. I've met him in Dallas a couple of times when oh, I lived there. okay. He owns the Dallas uh, Mavericks. Mavericks. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And he was like uh, doing one of those guest hosting positions. Okay. Doing one of those guest hosting positions and uh, for Harvey and uh, yeah. And somebody on the show said basically the, the production value was that of like a used car commercial or something <gasps> like that. <laughs> No, they didn't. They did. Yeah. Oh my gosh! So but Olivia the, Newton-John and John Travolta. What was the song called? I think, I think you, you might like it. Nobody. Yeah. Well, a few people like. A few people liked it. So it was. But ha- the but the funny thing about it is, is like, um, it went viral. Okay. The video went viral. So it, it was, was on YouTube. It and was. And it was. It was the number one video on. Um, was the number one video on iTunes for a day. Ooh. And dropped to six after a week. Okay. So it stayed in like the top 10 for over a week. So people did like it. You guys just they, had a few no, haters. But they, TMZ hates on everybody. Th- they, they, there's not think, a nice bone in the TMZ body. So. Well, it's one of those things, you know, like some people are just negative by nature. Yes. And so those people, they love to hate it. You know what I mean? Right, so right. they come out of the woodwork. So as soon as there was some, you know, a little bit of like controversy or anything, everybody started looking for it and everybody wanted to clown on it. Well, you know, it's a lot easier to be the critic than it is to be the creator. That's exactly. And, you know, most people don't realize is like that we really had no budget to shoot that either. I mean, it was people paying for stuff pretty much out of their pocket because there was no distribution deal or anything for the video. It was just a spare of the moment thing. Okay. So what was the deal? Did they raise money for the charity that they were working for? It was for Olivia's charity and John's charity both. Okay. And so uh, the whole album was for their charity. So that was another thing. I mean, if you can come out and criticize something that's being done for a good cause like the wellness foundation for mm. olivia which is for breast cancer right and then uh the jet foundation which is uh john's uh for autism mm. because of his uh son, his son passed right. away yeah so if you really are that crappy or you know this is a pretty clean show here but if you're that shitty of a person huh? you're going to freaking you know what i mean i mean yeah. that's just well, you know, haters are going to hate, so. that's. But, you know, the thing about it is, is this is my motto on a haters, mm. is at least they're talking about you. That's true. You can't know, everybody's never, you can never make everybody like you. Absolutely. So, even if they're haters, my, this is my, uh, I used to have this tagline I made up, it was, it was called like, uh, uh, fans, let's see, fans make you popular, but haters make you famous. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Speaking of taglines, I I've been working on a book, Rav, and so so the the first half of the book took me eleven days to write. Okay, and I was like, I was all happy about it. I was like, Yay! I wrote a book. And then one morning, I had this genius idea. I was like, Ooh, how about I come up with three hundred and sixty five quotes for the second half of the book? Dude, that's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. I know. 365 quotes? It took me all summer and I have 65 left. So I'm like, it's full of taglines and super but like. You, but you <laughs> have got 
300 already. Uh, yes. So that you made up yourself? Yeah. You found I had to, them? Top of the dome. I had to make it up all on my own. Girl, you're a genius. <laughs> so I'm almost done. I can't wait to like release this whole thing. If, if, if I lived in like the Roman times and they said I had to like battle the, the lions and the tigers in the, in the dome, if I didn't come up with 365, I would just be like, well, just wait, 365, throw me to the tigers. 365 positive quotes. Yeah. Positive right? quotes. No just hateration. Throw me, just throw yeah. me the, where's the sword? Where's the sword? I know. Right? Kill me now. Yeah, kill me now. I could yeah. not do it. So yeah, so I'm working on that and that's, I'm super excited about finishing that book because I'm like, yes, once it's done, I'm like, there's more things to create. So, well, that's why I have so much respect for people, you know, because the one thing about us is we're in the industry, mm -hmm. you know, and the people, everybody thinks they, they everybody has a, uh, a perception of how things work mm -hmm. and what you really learn when you really work in the industry is those perceptions that you had are usually completely wrong. Yes. Like the first music video that I worked on, um, or I didn't really, I was kind of assisted and was there and basically I was a fly on the wall, you know what I mean? While it was being shot, I was there in case anything, they needed anything and stuff, um, and helped a little bit with, uh, composition of director of photography and stuff. But, uh, and it was a girl from Europe and she had signed, she'd been signed off YouTube like Justin Bieber. Okay. And, but, uh, she was from Europe. So she signed with Sony Europe. Okay. Perfect. And so there was, a, I don't know how much money that was in the production of her video, but it was a lot. Okay. And, uh, the location that we were shooting at was a rooftop helipad, uh, on the top of the Weston LAX hotel. And it was $10,000 just for the location. For that wow. one location. Wow. Yeah. So that was big budget. It was big budget. But the one thing is like, um, was going through the thing was, you know, going over and over and over from the top, from the top, from the top. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And so you really learn that like, it looks so easy when you see the final product, but it's a lot. It never to is. It. There's a lot to a it. Lot but that's the same it. way. I mean, the music videos, even just the music production, because as a recording artist myself, I used to, that actually used actually used to be the worst part of my job was actually having to go in and record music because that's the nature of it. I mean, you're singing the same part of the song a million times until you get it down technically. Then you have to have your delivery right. Your notes have to be on pitch. When you guys hear the things on the radio, you never know like what's all put into it, but it is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Oh yeah. Yeah. A lot of work and a lot of, a lot of repetition mm -hmm. or con continuing repeating yourself over and over and over. It's crazy. And like, uh, and like when we were shooting the music video for that, like the music video that I did with John and Olivia, mm -hmm. it was literally no more than three takes because what? That's yeah, it? That's it. Whoa, that was quick. Well, we didn't have Olivia for five. We only had Olivia for five hours. Oh. We literally flew her in on a plane to John's house. He had a, he, you know, he's a, he's a big shot. He has like his own private planes. Okay. He, and she lives in Florida as well, but she was performing that night. Okay. And she had no time off. She had five hours that they scheduled for us. Wow. And uh, actually five hours performance. She had two hours in makeup and then. Two hours in makeup. And my, and here my makeup well, artist didn't even show up. I'm not, well, not, not really two hours in makeup, <laughs> right, but two right. hours to, to get like wardrobe, get dressed, to get there get dressed. and get dressed. Oh, that's everything. just normal lady time. Yeah. yeah normal much. lady time. Yeah. And then her makeup artist getting her stuff all set up. So right. we had, she got there at three, uh, wait a minute, one and we started shooting at three. Okay. And so, uh, so that, you know, that was another thing, but people think, you know, that we just had like two or three months to put this video together. We put it together on the fly. Basically what it boiled down to is John called me one, or he texted me one day and, uh, he's like, Hey, cause I'd done the EPK 
okay. uh, and the B-roll for the music video already. Okay. For uh, just some little outtakes and stuff and BTS stuff. And uh, and we sh- did shoot a whole EPK in Hollywood. Uh, really? At one of the studios. Okay. We got the We got like the orchestra. There was literally like when we, when we recorded the orchestra, did the video for the orchestra, it was so cool because we didn't know any of these people that were playing these high-end you know, uh, or, you know, violins right, and, right. and all, the whole orchestra and literally like, um, uh, one of the guys that was, uh, they're doing production. He's like, he goes, you guys realize like, if you look at this, aud- at all of these people, right. All these musicians, there's like six Grammy winners in this audience Oh wow! or in this, in this procession. I was like, Holy. Oh, and this was for the EPK that that was that for, was for the, the EPK that was the for video. that was, it had any, nothing to do with the video. It oh. was just some EPK. Yeah, uh, that was going to be used for by the uh, t- by for like promotional stuff that was going to be on it was on entertainment tonight oh, yeah okay. all that stuff it was the epk for all of the media outlets okay so uh they did we did interviews with john and olivia and all that stuff went out to and that's another thing you know people think that uh Amer- that like entertainment tonight is out there producing their own they're EPK. not. No. <gasps> we produce Dirty, that. dirty secrets. Yeah. So they did. get like these indie guys to produce yes. the, the content for the shows. Or like if, let's say, you're a singer. Right. You know, I mean, you're a singer, so, and you've hit it big, and you release your first big album. Yeah, the record label or your producer or somebody will get somebody to, they'll, you'll hire a video crew. Yep. And it could be all indie people to come in, do all the videos for stuff, and then your producer or your manager or your... Uh, Usually your manager will release that out to all the media agents. Oh, okay. The only thing that ET films themselves is when their correspondents go out and do it. Oh, I see. Yeah, but there's a lot of uh, indie stuff that comes in. Ah. But I mean, they have their own production crew and stuff, but a lot of stuff is done because it goes out to not just one media source. Does that make sense? Right. So if ET comes out and they interview you, they're not going to give it to Inside Edition or, or one of the right. Access it's Hollywood. Thing. It's their thing. Yeah. Wow. And so when you're putting an EPK out there for everybody, it's got to be so everybody can have a piece of it. Uh-huh. So that's what we did was the EPK. And Olivia was very impressed with us and the guys. And um, I can't remember the studio that we shot at, but it's a really famous studio and like Elvis has been there. Elvis was there and like all these old Hollywood legends that had recorded there. And, uh, but they were really impressed with us. So, um, Olivia had texted JT or John and she said, Hey, uh, do you think Rav would in his crew would film, uh, a little bit more stuff just for me for, or just for us, for wow. my own, for my own personal uh, media stuff. And so he texts me and he's wow. like, he goes, so you guys were personally yeah. requested to shoot her personal things. Yes. Yeah, so she texted John and said, uh, so he texted me and he's like, Hey, Olivia wants like, uh, some B roll kind of stuff for her own stuff. Uh, and he goes like no more than like a minute and 30 seconds. Okay. And I was like, yeah, we could do it. Not a problem. And then, uh, he's like, okay, I'll let her know. So I'm sitting there and I, and so I just out of a whim, because I had always wanted to direct a music video. That was like my you know, we all have those personal goals. Right, right, right. And so I texted him back really quick before he talked to her. And I'm like, hey, why don't, you know, you guys go, you guys haven't like been seen together in like 30 years since like the, you know, after the Grease days. Right. I said, uh, they did like one stay in a, uh, I can't remember what the movie was after, after Grease, but it's been years since they'd done anything together. Like the 80s. So I said, why don't you guys just do a music video for the, I think you might like it. And it was funny. Wait a minute. 
So you were the inception guy yes. for this music video. Yes. And it was so funny because he texted me right back like really fast because he's always, he's on point. You know what I mean? He's got so much crap going on. So wait on. a minute. Let's rewind. How did you and John Travolta become friends? Uh, we actually met each other. You know, that's what it is. I think that's a, a good question. Through a mutual acquaintance. I okay. know, I know a, uh, I know, uh, I knew a, um, kind of a famous LAPD officer. Okay. He's retired now and his name is Richard Householder. And, uh, he was real good friends with John and John got him in the movie, uh, God, Silverfish or okay, not something like that. Can't remember the name of the movie, but yeah. And so, uh, he had told me that he knew him and I was like, Hey, yeah, whatever, you know, I couldn't care. And, uh, but I just never, never expected to meet him. And then sure enough, I ended up meeting him and we hit it off and became good friends. Awesome. And, uh, yeah, we, you know, we both shared a loss with our sons so oh. when uh, John found out that I'd lost my son, it was... There was some affinity there. Yeah, there was an affinity there immediately because we both had went through that same type of loss. So it was it was, it was a cool dynamic. Wow. And uh, so anyway, uh, so he texted me and asked me to do about the EPK, a minute 30 EPK for Olivia. And uh, so I just, out of the, you know, just throwing it out there, I text him really quick and I'm like, he's like, okay, let me run that by Olivia and I'll tell her that you said yes. And I'm like, cool. And so he comes back at me or I send him the text really quick. I'm like, Hey, you know, we, you guys haven't done anything in forever. Why don't we just do a music video for this? If we're going to do a minute and 30, a music video will be like three minutes or how I said, how long is the song? Like yeah. Three, why not? Yeah. And it was so funny because he texts me right back and he's like, oh, no, 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 we don't have to, we don't have any time for that. There's no time for music. No, 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 we don't have any time for that. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool. You know, I was like, no, not a problem, not a problem. And uh, so I left it at that. I was, I was just running it by you, man. Not, not a big deal. Didn't mean to offend anybody, you know. And it was funny, like uh, 15 minutes later, I, I just let it go. You know what I mean? I didn't have anything on it. I was just like throwing those. What, what do you call him? Like throwing my rings at the bottom of the yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was totally. trying to get lucky. And he texts me back and he's like, he's like, uh, I talked to Olivia and it's like, and these are going by text, but I can let me hear his voice of it. He's like, uh, I talked to Olivia and, uh, could, could you, could you think you guys could actually pull off doing a music video? I said, let me get a call to Corey. And I said, I think we can do it. Wow. And so, uh, he goes, well, okay. He goes, let me, let me talk to Olivia. He goes, but you, you think you guys have the equipment here? I'm like, yeah, we can do it. And so it was funny because this was like, I don't even know what day this was. And it was a day where like, I was just kind of, I had finished a bunch of editing for a client. So I'd been up really late. So, which I do a lot of times because mm -hmm. I'll edit at night because when I'm editing, editing photos, I can really concentrate at night because oh, yeah. there's not a lot of stuff going on. It's not sunny outside. I'm not wanting to go outside. So no I do distractions. A, do a lot of my best editing at three or four o'clock in the morning. So that's it. But when I do that, I save that next day for just being a couch potato or lounging or, right. you know, not doing a whole lot of stuff. Kind of to recuperate. Yeah, to recuperate. And so it was one of those days. So I was just kind of like laying on my bed reading a book when he texts me. And, um, I like to be lying in my bed reading a book when John Travolta calls me, <laughs> like, can you shoot my video? Yeah, yes. Yeah. I'll be in it. And, and so, uh, it, but it was so funny because it was, I don't even remember what day it was, but it was like a Thursday afternoon or okay, something like that. If you actually did remember what day it yeah. was, I think you'd be creepy. Yeah. But so good thing you don't remember exactly, exactly what right. day and time. I should. <laughs> These are, these are, these are life monumental it was Thursday things. Thursday yeah, at 2.33 3 p.m. I was reading Gone with the Wind. I had on some purple pajamas and some green socks. <laughs> My purple Speedo. How did you know? How did you know? Because I know you you've wear those as pajamas. <laughs> you've been going through my my drawers again. I have. i got to make this trip worth it. Come on, girl. Uh, so, yeah, I... Um, so he texts me or I text him and 
he's like, okay, let's do this. So I'm like, uh, okay. He's, he goes, well, let me see where we're going to shoot. Where He goes, where would we shoot at? I said, in LA, we're in LA. And he goes, okay, okay. So he goes, so he texts Olivia. Well, Olivia's performing, so she couldn't come to LA. So oh. that meant Corey and I had to go to Florida. Oh. So, yeah. So like, uh, I got a hold of Corey. So you guys shot the video in Florida? Yes. So listen to this, oh. Thursday afternoon, probably about, I get the original text, probably about 2 o'clock, 2 p.m. And by 5 p.m., I text Corey back and said, we got to go to Florida. So by like 7 a.m. the next morning, and oh no, it was a weekend because this was a Sunday. This was a Sunday, I forgot. It was Saturday that he texted me. So Sunday morning, we get up to go to Florida, right? Wow. Well, uh, JT is sending one of his planes to get us. To get Corey like and a I. private yeah, jet? Yeah, private jet to get Corey Oh, goody. So, um, and he's got like, th- he's he's got a big 707 and then he's got a uh, Barmbier, Barmbier, I can never say it. It's French Challenger. Okay. Barmbier, Barmbier, Barmbier. Uh, and then he's got like a little Eclipse jet. And um, so I'm thinking he's going to send the Challenger, right? Which is like, it's the equivalent of like, a you know, Oprah's got it. Oprah's got a, a Challenger or a. <laughs> A global. It's okay. a bar, barmbier, barmbier. It's a French word. I'd have to look it up. Right. But the name of the aircraft, it's like, it's basically like a Gulf Stream. Mm-hmm. And um, Oprah's got one. Steven Spielberg both have globals. And then the Challenger's one smaller than the global. Okay. So what do you send? And so he sends the Eclipse, ah. which is, it's a nice private jet, but it's tiny. It's like not very big. It's like the size of a uh, SUV or maybe a limo. So we've got all of our gear. Oh my gosh. But he had, you know, he texted me and he told me that he was sending the Eclipse. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I don't care. Private jet's a private jet to me. You know what I mean? And he goes, you'll just have to make one stop in Dallas and refuel and you'll be fine. I'm like, cool, not a problem. And uh, I said, but we've got all of our gear. So to shoot a music video, you need a lot of gear. And we're going to Florida. So we don't want to forget anything because if we get there, yeah. And the production location was going to be around John's house in the town that he lives in. Okay. Which is nowhere near Miami, which would, or Orlando, I mean, it's about an hour away from Orlando, but if we had to rent something, that's how, that's where we would have to go. Okay. So we get all of this, all of our stuff there and, and John's like, oh, well, we're taking the seats out of the, I'm having the pilots take the, the back seats out of the plane. So you'll be fine. Cool. We get to the airport and it's probably, gosh, it was probably 11 in the morning. Okay. To meet the pilot. And uh, it was so cool because we got to the airport and all the Dallas Mavericks were there. Oh. So, uh, huh. <laughs> uh, so, and I'm from Dallas. So it was really cool. Right. But I knew, I knew something was up because I thought it was the Lakers because Lamar Odom was there. Oh. But I forgot that he had went to the Mavericks. So I'm like in the that bathroom. Traitor. I'm in the bathroom at the, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom at the, the private airport terminal. Which is completely away from L- the regular L- LAX. Oh, of course. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but it's funny because I'm in there like doing my business, and I'm like, these guys are like seven foot. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, there's got to be a basketball. This has got to be a basketball team. Before I saw Lamar, and then right. I was like, oh, and I saw Corey, and I saw Lamar. But so I'm I'm rambling. But back to the the equipment situation. We get out on the tarmac with the the things, just like a hotel that you carry your bags in okay. the cart. They took the wrong seats out of the plane. They took the middle seats out. So none of our gear would, I mean, we could not get even half of our gear in there. What the heck? They needed to take the very two back seats out. So there would be like a trunk. Right. But they took the middle seats out because they thought we wanted more leg room. 
for the long oh flight from, from LA to Florida. So they thought we wanted they, to stretch They basically out. thought you were divas. They're yes, like, oh, we're going to yes. get on a private jet and we need to take yeah. the middle seats out for our legs. So they can stretch out on the <laughs> yeah. plane. So, oh my uh, gosh. So you got to think the pilots like really probably thought we were like, oh my gosh, these LA guys. Divas you know, from LA. And so we couldn't, so literally we, we couldn't get our equipment on the plane. So I text John, I'm like, dude, we can't get it. We're not going to be able to get our equipment on this plane. And so I said, we're going to have to ship it. So we take off and we, we go back into the air, throw all the equipment back in my truck and go to FedEx. So we look around till like five or six in the afternoon for, and every, it's Sunday. Nobody's shipping anything out because we went to the regular UPS. I mean, uh, uh, FedEx, we went to UPS. They sent us that because they were there like, we're not shipping anything today. So we go to FedEx. FedEx tells us, oh, you, that's, the, they're like, yeah, yeah, bring it in. And we bring it on. They're like, no, 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 no. You have to take that to FedEx Freight. Where's that at? Well, that's at the airport where we just came from. So we had to go back to FedEx, the freight at LAX and we get there. They're closed on Sunday. (laughs) So wait, so how did you guys get the gear? So we ended up taking it to, uh, back to JT's house and we left all of our gear there and he had his house manager, Beto, ship it all to us in Florida the next day. So Corey and I went on the plane. We got back to the plane probably about seven. Well, that's where the budget went. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> exactly. Shipping the, the, the but, equipment. But, but we flew across and then the equipment met us and it all, it all went pretty smooth from there. But yeah, it was pretty crazy how it all, cause it just, it materialized out of nowhere. This wow. was a video. It's not, you know, when you do it, people don't realize when you do it, well, they do. Oh yeah. Do. There's when lots you, of planning and plotting. There's lots of pre-production. And, oh yeah. You have three or four so was it a, meetings. So was it a two people crew or how? Me you, and Corey. That was it that shot we, the whole video? And we hired. And a, you made it to the criticism of TMZ. Now that's an accomplishment, my and, friend. And we, uh, we hired one guy out there. Gosh, I can't remember his name. He's still a friend of mine on Facebook and I'd plug his stuff. He does like aquarium videos in okay. uh, Florida. It gets big horse country over there where they live. And so he does a lot of uh, horse shows and stuff like that. But we hired him. We found him. I don't even remember where I found him at. Probably oh. Craigslist. No. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> he that's showed where, up though. That's where you find all of your production people. Oh yeah. And they don't show up. <laughs> they call in That's sick. where you find Aaron McKip. No. So uh, Brian, that was his name. Brian showed up and helped us. So it was me, Corey and Brian. We shot this whole music video. And the funny thing is, is if you look at the music video, we, Corey and I wrote the whole script on the plane to Florida. Oh, wow. And then once we got to Florida, it was like probably one in the morning by the time we got into Florida. Okay. And so we sat down and hammered out the rest of the script and we went to sleep about seven and was back up at 10 to do the first, the first. See, I haven't even seen this video. Now I got to go to YouTube and look it up. So it's John Travolta, Olivia Newton-John. I I think think you might like it. I think you might like it. All right. I'm looking it up. Done deal. But the problem was, is there was a lot of things that, you know, the funny thing has been a creative, even when I do like large photo shoots Mm -hmm. or like editorial or anything like that, when I, I look at the initial project and I'm like, oh yeah, we did great. It looks great. I'm so proud of it. But then the more time I have to look at it, the more things I find wrong with it. Don't keep looking. I, I never revisit my own music video on YouTube. I just won't do it. I'm like, I'll give someone the link and I can be in the same room and they'll look at it on the tv and i'll just walk out i'm like oh my gosh look at my hair oh my gosh i'm so skinny it just gets bad but you know the thing about it is 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 i'm real critical of music videos because i watch a lot of them i'm a fan i'm a big fan of music videos i grew up with mtv and all that stuff in the day and i love music videos um you know i mean there's been songs out there that i really like the song like one is drake's that 
last song that Drake did that was so popular, Come On, We're Going Home or whatever. Okay, yes. I watched the music video and it ruined the song for me. I know. The music video Seriously? was so bad. Because it was goofy. It had nothing to do with the story. I mean, it was a, I mean there the was a storyline there. What was the story of the song anyways? Well, this, you know, like... I, I sing in my head, you know, when I hear music, I put it in my, oh, I see no. it in my head, you know what I mean? And I'm like, he's at the club, you know, his chick's kind of tired oh, and, you know, she's on, like, hold on, we're going you know, home. And, okay, you know, I get it. She's I like, get it. he's like with his boys too, you know, like having a good time and you can, he can see that she's tired and she's ready to go home, you know what I mean? Well, it's obviously like, puts, their director had something else yeah. in mind. No, yeah, they're like, they're out there shooting, <laughs> they're shooting people. people. There's like, drugs involved. You know there's yeah. action. Yeah. They, they made that so over the top when it could have just been so simple, like John Legend and his little piano life. yeah you know <laughs> that's, what I mean? that's an amazing video though yeah there's no production hardly to that at all right it's black and white but it's beautifully done right and it makes this it makes the song yeah even but better. you know the young guys i think they want to have fun with it everyone wants to be an actor he's revisiting his acting days he's like yeah you know what though? you know what though but if you look at that if you here's a perfect example of the way you go right and the way you go wrong because if you know what song was really popular right before that song which one was Justin Timberlake's Mirrors. Right. And he did that video in dedication of his grandparents who had been married or, and I think his, one of them had just passed away or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. Beautifully done. I mean, there's not it a whole a lot to it, but it's a beautiful video. Yes. You know what I mean? And Drake had just as powerful of a hit, if not even more powerful, and could have got so creative with this video and it just went, the wheels came off. Sideways, yes. But, so looking at your video, mm. I like it. Okay. I really like it. I think for, you know, because I understand the production value that you had in that video. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a high production. It wasn't a lot of budget. We paid for that video with my mom's quarters. (laughs) (laughs) We did. But but it's great. Yeah. You know what I mean? It really is well shot. Yeah, uh, I think we did a good job. I mean, the first, okay, so the thing was we shot the video in two days and originally we had planned for it to be a one day shoot. And we'd gone over the footage after the first day. There just wasn't enough footage. So we were like, oh, no, we have to hire another guy because I was not going to rehire that the guy who did the first half of the video. So we did it in two days. And the second guy was so much better than the first guy. And I think that's like a big part of your production is choosing your right videographer to do the job. Because sometimes like you may look at someone's uh, reel and go, okay, they're great. But they may not see your vision and then the whole thing is a mess. But then you might get lucky and get someone who's really good and has like really cool, interesting camera angles. And, you know, so it was we, we really lucked out. I mean, we didn't have any permits. Yeah, I was um, getting ready to say that because you, get, you guys <laughs> we had shot a, in a few locations. And you, we didn't have you, any gorilla, you gorilla shot everything. Oh, yeah. But there was you you guys have like tons of locations, oh, yeah. which is very hard to do when it's, you have no permits because in well, LA you know, you'll really get in trouble. We for that. shot this on the fly and yeah. we shot it in the city of San Pedro, which yeah. is where my my mom lives. And so this, the first day we were out at a park um, up in the hills and we we're like, OK, great. And then we went to the rapper who is Killaboy on one his his house to shoot the glowing the dark scene. And that was the first day. Definitely not enough footage. And so when we shot day two, it was like, let's just do it at a coffee shop. (laughs) And the coffee shop turned into, hey, let's ask this thrift shop lady if we can do it in her store. Then that turned to, let's go down this this club down the street and see if they'll let us shoot. So we just went in and was like, can we shoot? Can we shoot? And then where they said yes, we're like, okay, let's shoot. So that's kind of how we pulled that one together. That is freaking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. 
Because I would not even attempt that. I put stuff together and it's always because I know the people that own the business. Oh my gosh. I can't imagine walking into just random places and going, hey, can we use your location? We knew no one, but it really that's, helped because yeah, I'm, awesome, I'm super shy and I wouldn't ask anybody like anything like that. But Nye, who directed the videos, like she's so opposite of me. So I think that's why we work well. She's outgoing and she'll talk to people and so she just go up and like, hey, can we shoot? I'm just like in the corner like, oh my God, I'm so embarrassed. So... It worked but out. It really works well. The the only the funny thing is is the only part, and it's funny that you say you had two video, two different video oh, yeah. mm-hmm. director photography. What do you want to call them? Two DPs or whatever. But the only I don't particularly care for the intro of it in the park. Oh yeah. But the rest of it I love. Interesting. Isn't that weird? You know I like the park because you? you couldn't see me. Well, I like. <laughs> Like, as long as I'm not on camera, I'm like, no, please I, don't show me. <laughs> I, I liked, I liked the park. Um, that there's parts of the park like I like when you're like sitting on the hill, but it's so funny because you can tell it's the beginning of the video because you're so uptight at the beginning. I'm you so guys uptight. Should, oh, I was you could, so you could stressed tell, out. You could tell that you guys it. didn't like go through a lot of um, a lot of uh, pre. Oh, there was no you know, pre. Yeah, you just just started you could see i could see the tension in you because when you're sitting on that hill and like moving your arms and, and i stuff, can't dance so it's just like i don't know what to do i'm like singing pop music how, and i can't dance how in the world can a beautiful black girl as yourself not have any soul in her system <sighs> well you see you it all started girl. no thank it you you know i just i don't know you know what it is? let me tell you I can dance when it comes to like hip hop and ratchet music, but I can't dance to pop. Like, I don't know what to do. And I've been told by many people that when I dance to pop music, I look like I'm a hippie. Well, you know, that makes perfect sense. That's what, that's why you, <laughs> I don't know what that, to do with my hands. That's why you love to uh, date older, distinguished white gentlemen because you I'm have, a hippie. you have no soul. <laughs> cause I have no, I you thought know, it was cause I was a hippie. You, you guys can match each other on the dance floor. You can oh, do your yeah. little Elaine move from like Seinfeld. Two step, two yeah. step. No, I'm just teasing you. <laughs> so yeah. So that was a whole music video thing, but I'm glad that that's over. And I think you're totally right when it comes to simplicity, because I think that the next music video that I want to do, I'm like, let's just shoot one location, keep it simple, get a good DP that, you know, will illuminate the beauty and, something artistic and that's it. No six locations and all this extra stuff because too much energy, too much time. Definitely just keep it simple. But, uh, but with your initial video is like, it's funny that you told me that there was two different uh, videographers on yeah. it because I can see it. Oh yeah. Like when it changed to go, like when you guys were in San Pedro and stuff, uh-huh. it really, you really uh, saw the artistic value like mm-hmm. completely come up. The, his, his, uh, <laughs> His, the way he did like the, the way he did his, um, the, the composition of his shots and oh, stuff. Yeah. Like the pool table mm-hmm. and all of the filler footage. It was that a guy, um, the, the was DP great. was a guy by the name of, um, Eric Galowski. And we actually did find him on Craigslist. I find all my people on Craigslist, by the way. Um, and he was super creative and he would have these shots where like things are in focus and then out of focus. And it, it really added to the video. But, yeah, he used yeah. a lot of depth of field. And mm-hmm. I noticed that, and it, and it was very creative shots. Like the, and the other thing I loved is like, uh, you know, I, I really I, I I diagnose or I, I look at the technical aspects when I watch music videos okay. and stuff, and I notice a lot of things. You know that people like. You know, when you were uh, out on the street in San Pedro, right. going into like the thrift shop, mm-hmm. you had the short curly hair. Oh yeah. And then when you're singing in front of the, the like the velvet 
Maroon I have curtain. long black hair. You have your long black How hair. How confusing is that? I've had people tell me, I thought there were two singers in this video. <laughs> I thought it was great. <laughs> I was I like, no, was that was just me great. and my different hair extensions. Don't hate. I thought it was great. I oh, so you it. like the, the hair changes. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Because you look so cute and innocent, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like with a little, your little curls curly and fro. stuff. Yeah. And you're in there looking at the vintage records mm-hmm. and albums and stuff. I was like, oh. And then you like total diva out like at the nightclub. <laughs> you're like... <laughs> It was like, you know what I mean? It was like you were at home on Sunday with your mom. And then oh, yeah. But when I'm out with my friends, let me put my long yeah, black hair. Yeah, <laughs> I exactly. love it. Yeah. But I, I really, I really did like the, uh, I liked the video. I'm glad to hear and that. And I love the song. And you wrote that song, right? I did. So that's makes it even more amazing. Absolutely. There's, there's literally, so, that's an, going back to what we were talking about uh, earlier about, you know, people don't understand because uh, you're a writer, you have yes. a book coming out, or mm-hmm. you're working on your book, mm-hmm. and um, the the simple fact that people don't uh, understand what it takes to write, and most people don't understand that there's what probably seven out of ten artists that don't write a thing. True, and absolutely. they're, they're absolutely mega stars, right. and they don't write a lyric. You know, Britney Spears, Rihanna. You know, actually, that's wrong. Uh, Brit, I shouldn't throw Brit into the bus. She follows me on Twitter. Uh, well, you know, just <laughs> she follows me. That's awesome. She's well, actually, you know, just because they don't rich. write doesn't mean that they're under the bus. It just means that they have a different skill set. They're really great performers. Right. Like, there's nothing like a Britney show. There's nothing like a Rihanna show. I totally agree. And so, you know, whereas a writer can be a great writer, even a great vocalist. Let's say, for example, Sia, who's maybe not so good of a performer. She's anxiety. So it's good to appreciate an artist for what they're good at. If they write, great. If they don't write, awesome. Give and, me a job. <laughs> and, and then and then you have artists like, uh, who were we talking about earlier? The girl, I think she saw it. Jane. Uh, oh, Janae Aiko. Janae Aiko. Um, I love her. I love her music. She's like She's a, so adorable. She's like a new uh, Sade to me a little bit. You mm, know, like a, yeah, yeah. She's sense? got that like slow, loving yeah, R&B that, vibe. Exactly. exactly. I love it. But she's so shy. She's super shy. Yeah. I saw her at the supper club last she, Tuesday. She, she's a she's a song, singer and songwriter. She yes. writes all of her own material. Mm-hmm. But I actually was listening to a high end producer talking about her. Oh, because I was going to ask you, how do you know she's shy? And and he was saying that she will never make it as like a Britney or a big pop star, right? Because she has no stage presence, right? Is what he said. He goes, her stage presence is zero. Ah. Because I've worked with her and her stage presence, and and it was two producers actually kind of going back and forth about mm-hmm. her, and one of them's like, "Oh, she's going to be the next big thing," and he's like, "No, she's not, dude, because she has no stage presence." And I love her, but I think she just, but you can tell because I when I when I heard these guys talking, I had to go look up something live because oh, I yeah. just watched her. So vi- what did you find out? They were the one guy was right. He was right. She's very she's awkward adorably on stage. shy. She's she ad- was at the club and she does not look like a clubber. It's like me at a club. Yeah. Like I'm like, I think songwriters, we don't really want to be at the club partying and like performing. I think you leave that to the rock star photographers. Oh, yeah. The yeah, <laughs> the pimp pro- photographers. Exactly. It's <laughs> <laughs> just teasing. Uh, yeah. So but uh, but I think it's something that she could. I think it's something that. I think it's something that, you know, if you have a, uh, not necessarily a stylist, but an image consultant that, or, you know, some, you could, you have to be able to learn that a little bit. Yeah. I think that some, some of it is, is learned, but I think a lot of it, it's natural when you think of someone like Madonna or you think of someone like Beyonce. I mean, that's, those are people who've been like doing this since, you know, they were very young, like the performing aspect of their artistry is a part of who they are. But then that's a problem. 
that's the problem. That is a problem though with artists in general. And you look through artists through the gamut from photographers to, uh, you know, singers to painters to everybody. There's two out of 2 million that can be the shy eccentric, Mm. you know what I mean? And become super famous. Right. Like, um, I don't know who to give an example. But most people have to be over the top. You know what I mean? They got to pull antics and, and they got to pull stuff out of their, out of the hat. You know what I mean? To get noticed and for people to notice them. Does that make sense? Well, hopefully, you know, Janae breaks the record in that sense, because I'm hoping that, you know, we don't have to continue to razzle and dazzle in order to be known. Um, I think that, you know, your presence, whether it's silent or very loud, if it touches people, then you've done your job. And I think she does that with her music. And another thing, I feel like a lot of times people think that, you know, an artist's goal is to be uber famous. Maybe her goal is not not to be uber famous. It's to take care of her child and to, you know, create great music. And you know, what's funny about her is uh, like, oh gosh, I just lost lost my train of thought. Uh, I was going to talk about she was shy. Uh, I was going to, I had a point that I was going to make and I completely lost it. it. You ruined it for me. I did. Show's over. <laughs> Show's over. I ruined We're it. We're out of here. <laughs> no, but she, uh, oh no, what I was going to say is she, oh, uh, two points with her is she, she wants to be a rapper. Janae? Yeah. She loves rap. I heard her in a couple of interviews and she, cause you know, if she raps. Okay. And, someone hire her and, a consultant. In the worst, she raps. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like a huge Tupac fan. She's like a huge, like. Like edgy. She's game. a huge Drake fan too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah, she's collaborated with Drake. But and then the other thing is, you know, uh, I compared her to Sade. Sade's mm. the same way. Ah. She was always very shy. She's very timid, but she's got a great, graceful stage presence. Mm. And that's who she should study. She should look at Sade. Sade yeah. was never out there like Madonna. Right. Exactly. They were in the same era. So Sade, there's hope. There is hope. Sade and Madonna were in this that same era in their mega popularity. Right. And Sade was selling tons of albums and she's still super popular to this yeah. day. And she very seldom ever even makes a public appearance. Really? So so that's she's one of those that I said out of the two million performers that can kind of keep it on the down low, keep it shot, or you right, know what I mean? Exactly. Keep it under low wraps key, low yeah. key and then on the other hand you had madonna just going like you nutso. know going nutso but she became mega famous you know right. what i mean like if you look at the difference between the the popularity or the fame aspect madonna shot a madonna yeah right hands down but it's because madonna added a lot of antics to push her image and to, you know to push everything pushing the envelope with her erotica book and you know all of that stuff that she did Wow. But that's what I expect about respect about artists like yourself that are kind of shy and are more about the real artist and the real artistic value of it. The writing, the lyrics, the melody. Absolutely. And like I said, I'm really hoping that uh, Janae paves a way for us shy girls because I'm not going to be dancing in a leotard and doing all that stuff. Like you've seen my dancing in the music video. It's not that great. So, you know, hopefully our little cute Adorable shy presence will go a long way. <laughs> All you need is a good choreographer. I've tried choreography and it's just Do you know how many amazing bad. choreographers there are in Hollywood? 
That's all you need is one choreographer. Look at the people with dancing. Can she be my double? Look at can the, they, can she do the dance and they just kind of like glue my the, face on her look head? Look at the choreographers for Dancing with the Stars. Oh, yeah. You know, these people oh, don't yeah. know how to dance. That's true. And they make them look like they've been dancing for years. Yeah, right. And the ones that get, get rid of. Speaking of which, you see that poor old lady who got rid of the other night? The, I don't watch TV. I don't watch I don't it either, but the, I don't even know the lady's name, but she's so old and crotchety. And I was like, oh, no, they got rid of her. But Did I mean, you say crotchety? She's, is yeah. that even a word? Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, my gosh. Of course there is. It's definitely a word definitely a word yeah but they got rid of her um but yeah you're right you know if you if you have a good trainer then you can do anything most definitely but that's but that's the same thing with like singing there's a lot of people who don't know how to sing or didn't know how to sing when they first started off in their career and then you know after training they sound great oh, yeah yeah so well, they go to vocal you know voice coaches so absolutely. that's all you need is a, is a, a dance coach dance coach and you'll be an amazing dancer are you telling me i can't just sit on stage and look cute and just stand there I'm not telling you. you Billy Holiday. You can do Andy anything Ari. you want to do. No, I actually had a producer uh, tell but, me but, the but but when you know from a male perspective, yeah, and and a, and a chauvinist perspective. Oh no, here we go. <laughs> you're a beautiful girl, so I want to see your moves. <laughs> see me dance. Yeah. So so when it comes out like completely like like what what was that? I'm gonna and, just stand on the stage like Lana Del Rey and be like I'm nice. not dancing, just a pretty <laughs> face. That's it. Uh, just teasing you, but yeah. Awesome. Got to learn how to dance. Oh, that's the second time I've heard that this month. I think I'm just going to take your word for it. You got to, you, you know, you got to be like the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, gosh. <laughs> You're not a Pussycat Dolls fan? Oh, I don't think I can dance as good as, as well as them. It's all chore- choreographed. I told you. But even if it's all choreographed, it is that those girls can dance. You this is true. This is true. They really can dance. But Ralph, can I ask you a question? Shoot. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Oh, I'm just wow. <laughs> They're not, not. Wow. <laughs> I got jokes. I got jokes. <laughs> we need, I need the uh, drum sound effect for I know. that. I actually have it, so I'll have to see if I can embed it right in there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That was actually pretty good, actually. I gotta even I'm clever. You are clever. Mm-hmm. A pretty girl with a, with a brain, too. That's hard to find in Hollywood. It is. It's, I'm like a unicorn, basically. And you and you're actually. And imagine if I could dance too. I know. Oh my gosh! Well, you, <laughs> nobody's good at everything, so everybody's got to have one weakness. You got to have a flaw. And you're like you're like a white girl in a hot black girl's body. So this is so sad, but it's so true. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody had to say it. No, I'm Somebody, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> let it be me. <laughs> Definitely. No, yeah. there's nothing wrong with that. But are you? So are you from LA? I am from L.A. I'm wow. LAX is from L.A. I'm from this small little area called the South Bay, which mm-hmm. by you know, Torrance, down Torrance, Torrance, Manhattan Beach. Ha- yeah. Oh, my God. I'm from Harbor Hawthorne. City. Oh, okay. and it's so sad. I just revisited Harbor City uh, two days ago, and I am so ashamed to say I'm from Harbor City. Oh, my God. It's so ghetto now. <laughs> Not, I was like, what happened? It's not that bad. It's kind of a, like a little industrial area. Oh my gosh. It's so ghetto. I, I went a, to the park where uh-huh. I used to play as a child and it's you like, in, I was a child once and um, it was infested with gang members. I was, Nuh-uh. I am so serious. There were gang members at the park and they didn't even have a, a restroom. You weren't throwing up signs or anything? No, I wasn't trying to get murdered. I was I was going to do my little ab routine, and I was like, I totally cannot work out my abs at this park. I feel very unsafe. What were you, what were you doing in Harbor City? I go to Harbor City Harley-Davidson to get stuff from my Oh, bike. really? Or I used to when I lived in Long Beach. It was yeah. like the nearest one. Yeah. Well, I was there because... But it's on PCH, so it's abs- Yeah, bad. it's on PCH. Yeah. I went to babysit uh, my niece, because my mom is in San Pedro, 
And I was like, oh, let's go to Harbor City Park because the other park, which had ducks, is so ghetto. I don't even think there's ducks you there anymore. You were in San Pedro? Yeah. Why didn't you go to Palos Verdes? It's right next door. Do you know how far I had to drive up those hills to find a park in Palos Verdes? <laughs> My poor little car wouldn't make it up there. I know, but it's going to be an amazing, immaculate park. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. I need So I need to just make better choices in life. Yeah. yeah. You just got to learn to climb Pretty the hill. Pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Everything is about that. Climb the hill. Climb the hill. It's because there's the reward once you get to the top of the hill. Yes. Should I stretch first before I, before I do this and do your climbing? Ab, do you, your ab routine. But you know, speaking of LA, because I am from LA. You'd rather get every, stabbed in the eye in Harbor <laughs> City at the gang, the gang member park. hike up a hill yeah. in Palos Verdes, exactly. But speaking of LA, this whole uh, hiking thing is like big in, in LA. I feel like every, I, I don't it. know if, yeah, no, it is. Because every guy that I like meet on Tinder, huh, don't judge me. What are you doing on Tinder? Don't judge me. I'm, I'm single. I'm trying to find some guys somewhere. So I thought, you know, give swipe left, swipe right, you know, see if that, it'll that, work out for me. You know, the truth of the matter is, is that's what's funny about LA is because all of these pretty people and they're all on like Tinder. I know. But everybody's just looking for a hookup. Are you just looking for a hookup? No. Because that's what Tinder's I'm looking all about. for love. I'm that's looking for Tinder loving care. That's what every chick says. Do you have Tinder, Raph? Yeah. Oh my gosh. So and, I, and I met a chick on there and, and it said like, uh, she said like, I, if you're, she's like, if you're just looking for a hookup, swipe left. left. Yes. And I met her and we hooked up. These whores. These whores. I'm love saying. Them. Gotta love them. <laughs> Gotta love Tinder. Yes. Okay. So going back to me, and I'm just kidding. Uh-huh. Okay. All the guys, I don't know if they're just like being cheap, but they're like, let's go hiking for a date. Everyone wants to go hiking. And I'm like, you want me to slut on our first date? No. You don't Count have, me out. You don't, you don't have like uh like uh hiking Louboutins or like sport Louboutins? No, I've got some New Balances. They're hot pink. <laughs> No, it's like I, I enjoy going hiking too. Yeah? Yeah, I like I like it. And well, like the reward it, is every, nice. Every, I just don't want to do the work. Everybody is so health conscious these days yes. in LA. And, and hiking is fun. And LA is expensive. This is true. I mean, whatever you're going to do, we were talking about that at, earlier. Like you can't go out anywhere. Like I know, like used to, I would walk out my door and spend 50 bucks. I'm it's like, true. I would go to the corner it, store. In LA, it costs I'd money to, to corner, breathe. Yeah, I'd go to the corner store and I'd come... I'm, Wait, I had $50. Oh, yeah, I spent it at the corner store. You it's know, it's so true. Everywhere. This is true. Like, you go to the corner store, you spend like $15 on, you know, whatever you're getting there, and then you go there. And no, for me, I, I feel like it's always the parking tickets that yep. give me an LA. Like, yeah. But it's not because I'm I'm bad at parking. No. The, the, it's because I don't understand the signs. Like, it's, they have these signs that are hard to decipher. I'm like, okay. Yeah, they do that I on purpose. I can't park here except for Sunday, except for Wednesday with permit only. Street sweeping on Tuesday after 2, no parking after 11, between 3 o'clock. I'm like, wait, so should I park here or should I not park here? <laughs> I don't know yeah, what to do. I have, I have like $300 <laughs> worth of parking tickets right now I got to pay. So I totally, totally get it. Oh, my gosh. But LA's like the, you know... I had never had a parking ticket in my life until I moved to Southern California. Really? Yeah. I was 36 years old before I got my first parking ticket. Wow. My but first parking ticket, I think I was 18. Yeah. So you learned how to drive in LA. I'm from LA. Because LA yeah. is, it's parking Nazi city. It's crazy. It's worse than New York. Yeah. I, I was talking to somebody else about this the other day. Uh, and they were, and there's been people like in other cities that's never even been to, in other, in other states that's never been to LA and have gotten LA parking tickets in the mail and they've never even been to LA. That's horrible. And because it was in LA weekly about two years ago and they were talking about all of these different people that have gotten tickets from LA 
that have never been to LA, you know what I mean? That and, and it's official. And LA won't even like dismiss the parking tickets. They still rip want off. the money. Yeah. It's a rip off. It's crazy. Yeah. People don't understand it. If you're people that are from other parts of the country, like I you know, I'm from Dallas. Like you can park everywhere in the city of Dallas for free, except for downtown. Really? The only place you really have to pay for parking at the parking meters is right downtown uh, Dallas. But you know, Las Vegas is like that too, because right, I was right. there recently. Every city is and like that. And I'm like, that. when I go to a hotel, I'm you like, just park. oh, parking's free. And I'm like so excited. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can drive here and park for free as if like parking for free is a privilege. But I'm at all the fine hotels. I'm at the Cosmo. I'm at SLS. I'm like, yay. But if this was like SLS in Beverly Hills, I'd be okay. paying like $30 just for to parking. park. Yeah. I'm like, like uh-huh. even, even like... Uh, you know, mid-range hotels like Westin LAX. Oh, yeah. It's $22 a night to park at Westin LAX. Bizarre. Bizarre. But you know what? I'd rather pay the $22 than like an $80 ticket for sure. Exactly. I'll take that $20 every time. Every time. But the thing about it is, is like, you know, cities like Dallas and Houston and so many of these other cities, they, these people have no idea what we're talking about when we're talking about, they, you know, they think we're making stuff up. We're oh, not it making can't it be, up. It can't be that it's bad. It's pricey yeah. here. Anywhere you go to park, and, and this is the other thing is, you know, and other people, this is for other people that live in other parts of the country too, is I'm a smart guy. And I think, well, and I th- that's debatable. That's debatable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, take it easy. Hey. Uh, so, but I know how to read the signs, you know what I mean? And I, I know how to do stuff. And so, like, I, I can see myself, if I was still in Dallas, I would think, don't be a dumbass. Don't be a dumbass and you won't get a ticket. Right. Doesn't matter. No. It doesn't matter how intelligent you are. I remember I was running to um, to get my phone when I got my iPhone 5. I had to go get a SIM card for it. So I had to hurry and get to the store before the store closed. So, and I was in Hollywood. So it Uh-oh. literally took me like an hour to drive, like 15 minutes, should have took oh, 15 yeah. minutes. Mm-hmm. And because it was rush hour, it took me like an hour to literally get like four miles, I right. think. And so I get there and the, and the thing closed at six. So it, when I drive in front of the store, it is like 5.54. Oh no. So I have like six minutes to get in there. And What'd I still have to park. Oh. So I just ducked down a residential street. It's all residential, right? You can park in a residential street. So I Not pull over, pull over, jump out. <laughs> I looked for a sign, no signs, haul butt to the store. I was literally in there. It closed at six and I got there at six. So I was literally there for five minutes. A dude like programmed my little SIM card for my phone. I put it on my phone and I left. Get back to my truck. Guess what I had? Parking ticket. $80 parking ticket. Because you didn't have a permit. Were you in like West ha- Hollywood or something? I didn't have a permit. Yeah. See, I yeah. didn't have a permit and people don't realize that. And it doesn't even matter if there's a sign or not. You can't park on a residential street without a permit. If that you don't reminds live there. me. I, okay. So I was in, cause Santa Monica is the same way. Mm-hmm. And I was in Santa Monica like two months ago or something. And it was one of those streets. It was residential, but there was no sign as far as I can see. But apparently there was a sign and it was by permit only. So I hang out with my friend that I met on Tinder. No hookup. If you're here to hook up, you swipe lucky? left. No, nobody got lucky. He got a parking ticket is what he got. Because I went to my car. I saw the, the parking ticket. And I was like, uh-uh. Text the guy. I was like, hey, I got a parking ticket. And he's like, okay, I'll take care of it. Oh, I was wow. like, here you go. $68. You, you conniving girls. <laughs> girls can do that. Yeah, yeah totally. Wow. Welcome to LA. <laughs> Welcome to Tinder life. Poor guy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, but you know, I mean... We need that kind of stuff, girls, young girls out there that are artists. Because yeah, that are getting their, getting somebody to pay for their own parking tickets. Because we have to pay for all of our demos and producing and yeah. all of this music and the engineering. It gets pricey. 
being a creator. Yeah. So, you, you know, or let's, let's me end up with another low gr- budget music video. All you, got, all you girls looking <laughs> for a sugar daddy on Tinder. Oh, you can't find a sugar daddy on Tinder. <laughs> that is no, that's There's tr- better sites. That is the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> that is, you hit the nail on the head with that. Yeah. But totally. what, but what about how crazy is it? Like all of these dating sites and, and apps that are there's so many of them plenty of fish and okay oh no not a plenty of fish plenty of fish i downloaded it on Mm -hmm. my on my ipad i had plenty of fish for about 30 minutes and i deleted it off of my ipad and let me tell you why okay notifications you can't turn off the notifications and i'm a cute girl so it's like oh someone so likes you i'm like i need to live my life like my 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 life does not you know like around freaking plenty of fish so i had to delete it so yeah it was like here one day gone the next so now you're just on tinder and hot or not hot or not pretty much there there you go pretty much yeah but it's so funny because like uh like in dallas it's it's like such a couple's city you know what i mean like people are that's romantic people are raised you know i mean like you get out of school you graduate you get married so always i mean there's it's it's uh, i mean not always i mean technology's changed everything with social media and everything people aren't getting out like they used to but still a lot of people just meet people organically everybody goes out you know what i mean my best people that i meet are when i meet them offline for sure and 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 today's or especially LA in general. I, mm-hmm. I heard about this even back before the the huge internet. You know, back in the nineties, LA has always been like one of the toughest dating cities. Really. And and I figured, you know, being from not from LA, right. I've completely figured that out. And it's because LA is a singles playground. Oh. And people don't want to settle because everybody thinks they're a rock star in LA. Everyone you know thinks I mean? they're hot. Everybody. They thinks call us somebody. the LA the LA nines. Because everyone's pretty much a nine here. Yes, we're all uh, nines. Yeah. And 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 so people don't want to commit because they're they're well. If I commit to this chick I just met on Tinder last week, she's just, really cool. She's really hot. I missed out on. But all what if I meet chicks. somebody, or what if I miss somebody, or what if I meet somebody else better? You know what I mean? That's what horrible. If, what if I go to because I know I'm going to this thing at the uh, Standard in downtown LA on Friday night, and I don't want to be tied down to this chick. You know That's what I mean? That's true. But that is LA in a nutshell. And I think I think, but you know what? With that being said, because LA in a nutshell and online dating in a nutshell, it's all the same thing. Where there's just a surplus of candidates to date, and so it makes us kind of like take for granted, you know, the traditional dating and prizing just one person yeah and, and it's 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 and like i said and people aren't going to settle right like people everybody in la is looking for that perfect person for them for them and that's never going to happen and i've i fell into it too you know what i mean that's tough I, you know I, i've dated girls that have been like really you know what i mean but just one little you know just, one little thing yeah. I'm like, ah, she's yeah. out new, exactly. person. Yeah. new person let me get back exactly. on tender <laughs> <laughs> let me replace this girl yeah, exactly definitely but you know what i I was very fortunate because I just finished writing a song Mm -hmm. and I recorded it and it sounds great. And it's the first love song that I've written in years because I told myself, I'm like, well, you're in love. Well, I was, well, I thought I was in love. It was like a five minute love. I met him on Tinder actually. And this is no joke. I really did. I swiped right. (laughs) And, um, no, when you fell out of love, you swiped, you re-swiped left. I kept him on there. Did you? No, it's good. Oh. I did. He's still on there. Um, and and so I wrote this song because I told myself, I'm like, I'm not going to write a love song unless I'm really in love. So I fell into it and it was great. And I wrote this love song and it was actually about a guy that I met on Tinder. You should ask me, where is he now? 
I want I want to read this book. When is this book going to come out? Well, now it's my song. I know, but I want you got to incorporate all of this crazy <laughs> life of yours into and the book. book. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, the book should come out probably within the next three months. And I'm going to self publish and 365 it. quotes. Yes. That personal that you made. Yeah. Up. So the book That's is called great. Happy Girls Are the Prettiest, which talks about Audrey Hepburn's famous quote, you know, happy girls are the prettiest. And so it's seven days to a happier, prettier you. And so the 365 quotes is like basically relating to lifestyle happiness and inner beauty and being a complete well-rounded woman. So that's what the book is about. And these, and these quotes are all your brainchilds. Yes. You made them all up. Yes. You didn't like farm them on Twitter. No. Or- you didn't I wasn't on Instagram looking for quotes. Yeah, you, you, and you don't have that one of those little quote, quote apps. That <laughs> no. you get. None of those. I had to come up with them. I'm that's like, that's actually, what took me so long. That's freaking awesome. Yeah, yeah. it took me a long time. Like, the of course, first, I haven't read any of these quotes yet. So. Oh, you're gonna, I'm gonna, you're gonna be one of the first people to get a copy of this book because you know I'll give you my honest opinion. I want your honest yeah. opinion. No, I, mean, I yes. figure it's gonna be good because yeah. I mean I've listened to your music and you're you're very ly- lyrically talented, which some people aren't. Some Thank people, you. Some people cover up their bad lyrics with. You know, with with uh, repetition, sound. yeah, repetition, exactly. <laughs> I love you, 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 you. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No. So it's it's pretty dope. But yeah, the book is coming out. Um, the song I'm gonna release the song. It's called um, "Where You Go." So I mean, can you imagine? I mean, I'm excited. Tinder inspired actual love, which inspired an actual love song. You're gonna have to incorporate that into the video then. Oh no, Tinder's gonna have to pay <laughs> me for that. <laughs> You're gonna have to be like. Sponsor I, me. I can see it right now. You're gonna be like on the beach. <laughs> By yourself on, on your towel with your little umbrella, <laughs> you know, and your cool little yellow sunglasses, oh, like yeah. swiping right, swipe left, 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 left right, left. yeah, right, and then the beat drops right there. <laughs> yeah, there the beat. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> the beat drops. Oh yeah. Well, all right, girl. It looks like we're uh, getting ready to wrap this up. We've already reached an hour. Yay! That's awesome. Man, time flies when you're having fun. Yes. So anyway, guys, uh, we're going to wrap this up and uh, you be sure to check out LEX at uh, LEX.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, that picture of you on your, we were looking at your website earlier, was taken in my studio. It was. Yes, it I was, was like, hey, we were there at your studio, yes. Rab. Do you remember this? Yep. So right. yeah, you guys should totally check out that photo, which is on my website and it's www.lax.com. That's E-L-L-E-A-X.com. Nice. And your Instagram? My Instagram is LAXLove. Very nice. And Twitter? Same thing. And your Facebook? A little different. I am LAX. Very nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our uh, third episode of Images Everything. Thank you so much, LAX, for coming in today. Thanks for having me. I wish we had a bunch of people in the studio to clap. Yay! Yay. Sounds great. Love All it. All right, guys. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode of... Uh, Images everything, and we will see you back here next Thursday at 3 p.m. Have a good day. Bye-bye.